Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. Yeah, one of the things that became pretty clear to us is like, um, you know, wholesaling has kind of been drying up. Flips are getting a little bit more dicey with the buyer pool with now seven and a half percent interest rates. So those who have been, you know, burring and then still looking to get into commercial or or flipping and also, you know, doing some commercial stuff, it's starting to get a little scary, especially if that's your full time gig. Right. So now I'm thinking, hey, maybe I need to pivot and, you know, just you got you kind of got to get dirty again. Right. And being dirty again means, you know, maybe I got to get licensed so that I'm not spending all the money on my brokership or on broker fees where I can then go and get, hey, if I can't buy this, I can list it for you, Mr. Seller, right? So that's another thing that I think people probably should, hey, if you have a job right now <laughs> and you're doing real estate, maybe don't quit your job and uh, yeah. and and keep that. Don't maybe jump right in, especially with the market the way it is and the 10-year yields uh, the way they are, you know, unless... Like you said, unless it's a clear value add and you know you can turn it around very quickly and you have a tenant in place, unless you don't have a value add play, it's an interest rate play. And then for the interest rates, they are the way they are, it is not a good play for us. And us is the majority of people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, be patient. I don't think you want to, you know, unload your your ammo here or, the, or your, your bullets on on a target quite yet. I don't think we've seen the wave of opportunities that are going to come. It's, you know, stuff that are on the fringe that still have the fundamentals of being really good investments, but really aren't at a good cost basis, you know, but they're not perfect. And they're not, obviously we're not going to get stuff that's, you know, just on a, on a platter, a silver platter, and it's all buttoned down and everything's perfect. So we just, just, we don't want to stretch too far. So I'm just being prudent and you know, it's about leadership. It's about building in, you know, the clarity around those priorities that we talked about in the beginning and and being clear, you know, I'm still a proponent of that traction program, just understanding, you know, what is that that core strategy that you're going to allocate your resources to. And then I think that focus makes me feel a lot more, uh, a lot more grounded because even if there's a lot of chaos around me, if I know we're driving in good opportunities and we're making those good improvements and we're driving that rent and, you know, it's not, it, 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 we're going to lose 20% of just inefficiency. People are going to make mistakes. We're going to, you know, things are going to be disorganized. I mean, they're not major things on the, on the legal or transactional side of things. It's more of just like you and I want, we want, you know, the project built to perfection, you know, acquired at a perfection, the system to go acquire it to perfection. And that's not real. So I'm just trying to um, frame it and teach my my leadership and my partners. It's like, you know, let's look at what what battles you really want to fight right now. And then what what really matters? What's the war we're really trying to win? And we understand that now we know exactly where we're trying to go as a team. So then it's easy to reframe everybody to stop getting so amped up about little issues 
and re re guide us back on this path to the thing that matters. Yeah. So for you, do you, I mean, I know macro is important, but does that, you know, I've talked to people and there's so much doom and gloom right now. I feel like with what's going on in, in, you know, with the banking and everything, do you look at that at all? Or is that just going to take away your energy from focusing on the day to day? Or is it something that is important? I find myself staring at it and then I'm, I become frozen in my next move. And so I, I like to ask that question because I, I don't know necessarily if I'm, if I'm supposed to, or if I need to just put my head down and keep working. And I know the answer, but I like, yeah. Well, no, I think there's, there's a blend there, but I mean, I just, I don't focus too much on the macro because, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not that, that big of a company, but to a degree, I mean, I do, we, we play the game of, of adapting to the macro environment. So what I'd say, Marty, is it, it is an interest rate game. So we got to understand that. And I'm getting better at just keeping up on the interest rates. Uh, but overall, consumer spending, what I do, I follow the REITs now. My macro is I'm very focused on self-storage. And that's, you know, the, the path for the next three years for me. And, and how I see the big boys play the game is how I'm going to measure myself about how I'm playing the game because the public market is the standard. And that gives me a lot of insight into the industry and in turn the consumer spending pattern and so for me that yeah i'm I'm very narrow-minded around what i focus on but it does give me a big picture of the asset class and the environment that i'm in you know but i think you're right it's a complete waste for me to focus on the 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 geopolitical climate of poland and you know in russia and you know, and then the politics of, you know, who's going to be elected the next president. I mean, I, I have my opinions on the side, but I, it doesn't really matter. What matters to me is the fundamental aspect of the business is, you know, <laughs> like wh what are the reach share prices? How much is revenue going up expenses in a it's the same thing. You know, where are the challenges in the industry? You know, what, what are those trends over the macro where the consumer's not spending as much on storage and why is that? And but yet this, there is a high demand for storage, but the competitive environment means you have to offer more for less at this time. So it's I like that. I think that's very I think that's very useful. Yes, you're looking at it, but more of you're looking at maybe the person that's ahead of you and following what they're saying or what they're and you see what they're saying by if they're buying, if they're allocating still into the into the market and they are. So that's always nice to see. So I think that's important. So whoever whatever you're following guys or whatever it is that you're buying, it, whoever the leader is, maybe just focus on what they're doing and see how seeing what their strategy is and and maybe follow that instead of, you know, like you said, what's who the next president's going to be because that's just that's just a waste of time. So that's that's yeah, important. I'm not that's saying it is. I'm not following what I'm not going to do exactly what that that company's doing or or how the market perceives what that industry should be doing. But I'm I'm learning from what the market feedback is and what the macro the macro metrics around of what's going on. That is, you know, like apartments in New York, you, you can learn what the average apartment rent is and what the average apartment rental growth is. That's a that's a helpful thing for you to know at mass it, because that's going to help you dictate, you know, do I need to be ready to soften up my rents for apartments? Because you're not going to be insulated. Right. We, we are, are going to be affected by this. So it it's something that we need to keep our eyes on. But at the end of the day, for me, it's about having your scorecards and measuring, you know, that one to three different different metrics in each department. So that way 
uh, I it's not like I'm blindsided after I'm doing my quarterly review, you know, two months after the quarter ended, or you don't even wait till the year end. And then you're looking at your numbers and you're like, Jesus, my my inputs, my costs in the company, I spent way too much money. Our revenue went down and, you know, my debt is running out of time. So it's like, you know, that, that's way too reactive. You got to business is a very, very fast game now, the speed of business. So we need to be able to adapt month by month and it's for me, it's just trying to understand how do I focus on all these different different items or these different aspects of business when it comes to, you know, the communication and the people that we we decide for these roles, you know, the strategy and the, the dictating, you know, where we're gonna go as a as a company to allocate that investor capital and our and our energy and time and attention. And then, you know, you got the different departments with marketing and accounting and acquisitions and it's and construction and operations. So I'm, these are those times that you brought up in the beginning that I, I'm going to look back and go, you know, I, I don't have it figured out, but I'm trying to figure out, you know, at the end of the day, I still do just write it down. That's all I know what to do, you know? So I mean, I just, I have to write it down and get it clear in my head. And I got papers and notes and different software programs and all these different things around me. And I'm trying to learn from the best of them. Like how do these guys build and run companies? Uh, it's, it's a it's a process and it's fun, but it's challenging. Well, I, I think that it makes sense that you are writing it down because that is something you can control. You can't control what the other thing, but I can control writing it down and then trying to decipher it from this, you know, hey, I can control this part. I can't control that decision that that person made, but I can control this of trying to understand and then where it goes next. So I think that's very useful. And, and I Whether can try that, to measure it. Yeah, you, know, you try right. to measure. Okay, I, I made a decision and I dictated it. And then, okay, now did did what I wanted to occur, occur. And that way I can try to measure that result. And then I can have feedback where it's not my narrow perspective or someone else is telling me a perspective. It's did we did we achieve a result or not? Yeah. And it it made me think because I, you know, I made a mistake uh, today and uh, might as well just say it. But the mistake was we wanted to uh, get a retrade from the seller, and we it it didn't it didn't occur to the the most that we wanted. So we went to the agent to try to get uh, from that, and um, that didn't occur either. So I work with another agent in the office, and uh, I sent a lot of business to that agent, and I said, look, you know the broker is not working with me. I hate to have you as a casualty of this but i'm i don't want to do any more business with you guys and uh you know i think that was now this was a couple of weeks ago we've gotten this all figured out right but that was probably a mistake and that was probably a short-sighted thing i i don't think i should have done that because it had no effect on that person that person was not a part of any of those deals and that transactions and that was just a hot me getting a little hot and um i i you know, I wish I could have gone back and not done that because now that's really hurt a relationship that I actually did like and not one that I could care less because I'm not going to work with the broker any longer. The broker has no dealing with this agent. So, yeah, I think it's important to when you do make a decision, whatever it is, if it is a mistake, you'll let that person know it was a mistake. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. And, and that's a challenge, right? When you're as you scale, you're going to have so many different things pulling at your attention. And you're going to have hot buttons because there's going to be things that are more important to you in different moments due to different different goals and different things you're trying to achieve. And, and just the way that we're wired, you know, we all have sensitive uh, aspects of our personality. And uh, 
especially when you're so invested in something, when you care so bad and you, you're fighting so hard to make something work, you know, it, it's going to create emotion in you. And you do really got to be clear in your judgment, right? Because that is what the great athletes and business people and artists and performers under the, the, the most strenuous pressure, right? Under the tight timelines, under the, under the lights uh, and the preparation before you even get to those lights, you got to breathe and you got to see the situation as clearly as possible. And from your perspective, without being manipulated by that moment. That's a very tough thing to do. And it's a, and some people I think are more, right, uh, more apt, more, more naturally uh, cool under pressure. And I'm an expressive guy. And I, I think it's, it's, it, I think it's a challenge for anybody, but it just goes back to your mindset. You know, that's probably why mindset's so popular. And there's so many masterminds and books and podcasts, because you can never get enough of it to, to really solidify and create that habit in your mind and your body where you've got to repetitively ingrain it in who you are about what matters, what doesn't matter, what am I willing to give up, what am I fighting to gain? That's the fun part to me, actually. That's the part where, you know, like, because at the end of the day, and it's just, it's, well, it's trite, but it's so true. We, are 99% better than the whole entire world. Every single thing that we have, we have so much wealth, so much abundance, so much health, so many opportunities. So, so we, we live in a fucking paradise. You know what I mean? So at no the end of the day, if we reframe that and think to ourselves, you know, and you know, the second I get too attached to some lifestyle or some status or some image or some success number, it really pulls me back when I see people that are in unfortunate situations or people that live, you know, in different environments globally. And, you know, even just friends and family and, and people that are having health challenges. It's like, you know, it, it's very hard, but it seems like this this like hypnosis comes over us in this world of success and this, uh, especially with social media and what what we feed in our minds and what we think about what we need to have in our life. And these things are so unimportant. I mean, yes, you got to pay the bills, but you know, does it really matter if I get that deal at the, after it's all said and done, you know, after my, my grandparents passed away, it really reframed my mind about, you know, it, they were here and then they're gone and nothing significant happened in that process. It was life is here and then life is gone. So it's, it's like very clear to me that, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, I'm going to get worked up. Yes, I feel that tension in my body. Yes, I can see, you know, I don't, I do still react poorly to certain people because I want to get things done and I have a high standard. But at the end of the day, how do I, who am I being? How does this really play out over the entire scenario of, of the, my business and who I am as a leader? And what I notice is just doing the silly little sparring that I do and going to some of these gyms that I go to with these fighters is things move so fucking fast in real life when you're fighting. And when you can sit there and breathe and, and watch things happen, and I'm not good at it, so I don't know how to do this that well, but it's just, it, but it's with anything. It's teaching me a lesson where that breath and that presence and that in your body and who you are in your mind and that pressure is so powerful because you start seeing things that you never saw before because you were clouded by chemicals in your mind, the fear, right? The fear of loss, the fear of getting 
everything. The, just the fear of, of not understanding or knowing. So I think anytime, you know, what I want to translate is not that I want to be a fighter or anything, but it's anytime you can put yourself in a really challenging situation and not only, even if you make a fool of yourself or you pull it off, it doesn't matter. The lesson I think that learn that you can learn as a leader and, and anyone as an individual is how did I respond in that situation? And was I able to just stop for a minute and actually achieve, like dictate what I'm doing or observe the situation and adapt rather than just being in this hypnosis of reacting and being in my head and being in fear. And that's, that's to me, it's just, that's like what meditation is. That's what everyone's trying to achieve with flow state. And that's where I want to get myself more and more often so I can be the best leader I can be. We're going to end it there, folks, because that is literally probably the best four or five minutes you're going to hear on the podcast. Honestly, that, that was it. I think that is all you really, if you can go back and listen to that, because that basically what Jeremiah said, and it was eloquent and fucking perfect, is years and years of brainwashing of mindset and breathing. And like when people talk about doing meditation and when people talk about mindset and when people talk about just constantly personal development, that is what we're all trying to do. Those last couple, that last minute there is when something is happening to you, you're in control of your reaction. Even though you want to do something, seeing it two steps ahead, if you did it or if you didn't do it and what that would do. And if you just breathe instead, how much more powerful you can be in that reaction. I think that was perfect. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, that was awesome. That Let's was live awesome. It. Let's live it. Anyways, the, that was the show. And, and, and last thing, Jeremiah, and this is what I'm going to take from this show. Be grateful. Everything yeah. else is going to be fine. You're going to be okay. We're doing crazy stuff. That's business for you, baby. But be grateful. And then you take a step back, take a breath, move forward. And now you got a little one watching you. Exactly. Because that they're going to not take breaths if you don't take breaths. And things are not taught. They're caught. They're That's not it. taught. They're caught. They're going to catch it. They're not going to, you can't teach these things. They, they're going to, they're going to see it. So anyway, guys, that's the show. Jeremiah, thank you, my friend. Hi, brother. All right, guys, take care. Thank you for tuning into the Marty Grisani show. If you're listening on Apple podcast, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.